A successful retirement plan begins with assembling the right set of tools. Finding the proper ones for the job will allow you to drill down on your goals and nail down your future. Scott Searles, certified wealth strategist and owner of Skybox Financial Group, constructs retirement plans for clients every day and will share that knowledge and insight with you. It's time to open the retirement toolbox and get to work. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Toolbox. Walter Storholt here with Scott Searles, financial advisor, president of Skybox Financial Group, serving you in the greater Cleveland area, and with an office in Bradenton, Florida as well. You can find us online at skyboxfinancialgroup.com. Scott's got more than 20 years of experience in the financial planning world. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, just what the doctor ordered when it comes to your financial plan. This is uh, Scott, are you going to be living out like a dream on today's show where you get to play doctor? Was, was that a, did you ever want to be a doctor when you grew up when you were younger? You know what? I, maybe for a fleeting moment, but you know, once once, once <laughs> I realized how much work was involved with it, I yeah, kind of like, passed no on that. Yeah, no, it just. Uh, I mean, it's always you think it's cool to be a doctor, right? As you're a kid, who who doesn't play doctor, right? You sure. go and you put a band aid on your parents and check their heart, make sure it's working, you know. But you know, so so maybe for a moment I thought about it, and then yeah, once I realized that. Uh, there was a whole heck of a lot of schooling involved with that and mm-hmm. studying. And I was never a great student. I was always kind of, you know, getting, doing enough just to kind of get by when I was in school. Yeah. So, yes, you, you wouldn't have made it as a doctor. No, I would not have. Good no. self-awareness, Scott. That's good. If, uh, I, if, I, if I would have been a doctor, I definitely would not have been a good one. <laughs> but, but I am a really good money doctor. The, the the world needs mediocre doctors too, Scott. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but okay, so today we'll we'll do a hybrid. You can be the money doctor on today's show. That's what we're I, gonna. That's what we're gonna go for. I like. Uh, I, I've got my. I've got my uh, white doctor coat on. Okay, good, good. Yeah, it's and got then, a dollar sign. Okay, perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. mer- merging the two worlds together. Fantastic. That's right. Uh, we're also going to answer a question from Karen to wrap up today's show, so stay tuned for that. She's got a question about robo-advisors, so we're going to talk to her a little bit about that as well mm-hmm. coming up on today's show. So all that and more straight ahead. And So let's dive into it, Mr. Money Doctor. Uh, let's say that our, our listeners are our patients, and they're experiencing some concerning symptoms. So we're going to let them visit the money doctor today to see what financial prescriptions they might need. All right, so let's say one of our listeners is presenting with dizziness caused by following the up and down volatility of the stock market. What's your analysis and maybe prescription to help those folks out? Well, you know what? I think be, you know, th- this is quite common. I see a lot of patients with uh, these symptoms being presented. And, you know, one of the things we need to do first is you always need to make sure you, you run a good series of tests before I prescribe anything. And I think with all of the different symptoms that that we would talk about today, before I ever prescribe anything to my clients, I need to actually, you know, do some tests first. So, you know, maybe take a look, do a risk analysis, get an idea where your cash flow is, do a financial plan. Because then that way, once I have all of that information and I know everything, then I can best prescribe. So in a case where somebody is dizziness due to the up and down volatility of the market, one of the first things you need to do is we need to talk about a risk analysis. I mean, you know, how should you be invested? 
you know, how much money do you have? When do you want to retire? Do we need to take as much risk as you're currently taking? And then once you kind of have all the tests in, I and I can then kind of prescri prescribe a, a portfolio that best suits your needs that will limit volatility. What a lot of people don't realize is once you are in retirement, one of the most important numbers, and I'll try not to get too nerdy on the show, but uh, is, is your standard deviation. And that measures the amount of volatility that's in that portfolio, okay? And the amount of risk and volatility you have. So a lot of the times what we can do is lower that standard deviation and it lowers your volatility. And when you're starting to take withdrawals out of your portfolio, it's actually going to help the portfolio perform much better. So, you know, once we get the test done, you get that proper allocation and you understand why you're invested the way you're invested, it's going to help a lot with that dizziness. It's a great, uh, great thing to talk about because so many patients do present. We, we know COVID-19 uh, is, is all around us, Scott, but mm -hmm. boy, that, that dizziness caused by the market volatility is a pretty popular symptom as well. So good that we have solutions for it. Absolutely. Unlike some of the COVID-19 stuff where maybe we still don't have all the answers and the solutions there, we've maybe got a little bit more success at handling some of these things. Yes, uh, yes. Let's say we've got another patient that's coming in, Scott, and they're having problems with paralysis in their financial decision-making process because they feel they have too many investment options to choose from. You know, it was ironic. I just had a patient in my office uh, just yesterday who came in and I started going through my process of running the tests and doing the diagnostics. And they, and they said to me, I feel so relieved that I'm here because I, this stuff was so confusing and there was so much of this stuff. I didn't know what to do. And now you have kind of laid out a path for us that answers all of our questions and makes us feel comfortable. So again, I, I think that once you create a holistic plan, get an idea of what your situation is and what you're trying to accomplish, then all those investment options, all those decision-making processes that you need to make are going to be much, much easier for you. It, it's just, it's that knowledge is power kind of, of saying, right? The more you know and the more you understand your process, with the help of a good financial advisor that knows the tax laws, know how the investment works, know how to, to model and set up the portfolio, you're going to feel much more comfortable making those decisions. It's another great analysis of somebody who's experiencing that paralysis with so many decisions, so many options. We think more options is better a lot of the time, but sometimes that can hurt us just as much as a, a lack of options. So definitely one to uh, meet with a financial advisor if you have troubles or struggles trying to navigate that decision-making process. They can help make the process a little bit simpler to diagnose and break down. All right, we got another patient coming through the door here, Scott. They are mentioning that they've got high levels of anxiety, and it's mostly from watching the news every day. I think we can all identify a little bit with that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? The, the cure for this one is an over-the-counter prescription that you don't need to necessarily even see a doctor or financial advisor for. Don't watch the news. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's some expensive uh, advice that could easily be free. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you're getting some free advice here. Um, no, simp simply don't watch the news. I mean, the news is designed to 
suck you in to to watch the news. We all know how how the news works and that they have these big grabby headlines, you know, market collapse, you know, and things like that that draw people in to watch when, you know, the market certainly didn't collapse or it was just down down a little bit. So, I mean, every the markets go up and down every day and we can't control those markets. With my clients, you know, we usually have time horizons set up in place. Well, we do. And we know when we're going to need that money, how long we're going to need that money for, and what it's going to be used for. And we invest it differently. So with each one of those time horizons. So I think that, you know, when, when you know that, you, you don't have to worry about day-to-day -day market fluctuations. When we manage our clients' portfolios, we're not doing active trading every day. We certainly make adjustments and changes all the time, but it's not an active trading daily thing. And there's no need for you to be watching CNBC every day, you know, to find out what's going on, you know, with the stock that you hold or, or anything like that. It's just going to create that, you know, that anxiety that you don't need. All right, we're having some fun walking through these different patient scenarios, if you will. We've got another one here. Common thing, high blood pressure, patient suffering from that. But uh, it's resulting from anger about bad financial advice they received in the past. They just can't let go of that anger. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't run across this too often. I mean, you know, a lot of the times when, when people come in their office and they got some bad advice in the past or they weren't happy with their previous advisor, you know, it's usually a combination of a couple of different things. Sometimes maybe the advice wasn't followed that the advisor had given, or sometimes, you know, the advisor tried to, you know, get them in investments that weren't very suitable for them and really didn't work out for their situation. But the reality is that when we do planning, you know, we have to look forward from where we are now. We can't ever go in the past and change anything. You know, it, it'd be nice if uh, we had a DeLorean from Back to the Future and we could go back and fix past mistakes, you probably would, you know, go back with previous lotto numbers and, and then it would solve all your problems. But, you know, you can't go back, you can't change any of these things. So you need to just deal with it and move on from this point forward. What can we do to correct the situation and how can we get you on the right path in order to make sure that you're able to accomplish your goals and, and get back to where you need to be? All right, Scott, one more patient to uh, walk through the door for today, and then we're, we're letting you off the hook in terms of the diagnosis, and you can take the white coat off for a little bit. Uh, okay. This patient is losing sleep because he or she is retiring soon and worries about not having enough money, and now they're having sleepless nights. So this is probably one of the most common symptoms that I see in my office is that you know, somebody's getting ready to retire and they don't know if they have enough to be able to do it. Maybe they're tired of work and they're just like, I want to get out of here, but I don't know if I can do it or not. So yes, this is very common. And the, the prescription for this is simply to get a financial plan done by a professional, an holistic plan. And then you're going to know whether or not you have enough to retire. Uh, I had new clients come in last week and with the same questions is that uh, he wanted to retire. They weren't sure if they were going to be able to do it. But what we did is we started walking through that process and we're not totally done. But when we are done with this process, they will know everything. We'll look at all the different possible scenarios and, you know, do you retire today? When do you take social security? You know, all those different types of things. And then again, that knowledge is power. So then they're going to feel comfortable 
whether or not they can retire now or they have enough money to retire you know, whenever they want. Maybe they want to work a few more years, but at least they'll know they're able to retire when the time comes. Well, there you have it. Hopefully uh, you aren't experiencing any of these symptoms, but they are pretty common. So if you identify with any of these symptoms as you listen to today's show, recognize that there are solutions to the things that ail you in retirement, and you can meet with the financial doctor, if you will, Scott Searles, uh, financial advisor, again, more seriously, uh, based in the greater Cleveland area with an office in Bradenton, Florida as well. And if you'd like to set up a time to meet with Scott, talk a little bit about your situation and get a review of your financial plan, that's a great place to start. You can do that on a complimentary basis with a free consultation by going to talktoscott.com. It's that easy, talktoscott.com. You'll be able to see Scott's calendar, grab a time on it, and have a conversation about what you're looking for in retirement, how you can get there, some of the gaps and question marks that still exist in your plan, and how to solve for those things. Again, if you want to meet with Scott and talk about those things, go to talktoscott.com, or you can call 888-742-0111. And we're going to put the contact information and links that you need into the description of today's show, so that's also easy for you to find. There you have just what the doctor ordered, our financial doctor, Scott Searles. Thank you for uh, serving as our financial doctor today, sir. Absolutely. It's that old saying that, you know, I just uh, play a doctor on TV, right? Well, I play a doctor on the podcast. There you go. It's getting to know you time. All right, time to get to know Scott Searles a little bit better on today's show. And here's my question for you on this episode. Scott, what's your favorite fast food restaurant? (laughs) Well, who doesn't love fast food? Right, Walter? (laughs) I I try not to eat fast food anymore. I've I've not eaten fast food in quite some time, but uh, I do have my favorites, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I I try to limit myself, but you know, one of the one of my all time favorites. I actually have two. What what? I don't know if one's considered fast food or not, but I'm gonna throw them both out there. Fast food restaurant for sure is I've always liked White Castle hamburgers. I've never gotten the White Castle appeal. Oh, you know what? You know we call them sliders. I think yeah, every, I've, I've never know, liked sliders. sliders. Period. I, just give me a regular big juicy hamburger. Yeah, I mean, it's just something about those little things. You eat like three of them, and you're good to go. Uh, I, I love the White Castle. As a matter of fact, so I'm exploring getting rid of my grill. I have a smoker, uh, a Traeger smoker I use all the time for grilling and smoking meats and making a bunch of stuff, and that's my, my favorite. But I was thinking about getting rid of my old gas grill and getting one of those uh, Blackstone griddles, right? So to try it out, I got like a griddle that fits on my gas grill. So I'm going to, it's actually. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So what I'm going to, what I saw in one of the recipes when I'm on going through YouTube is they made their own White Castle hamburgers on the griddle at home. So I'm actually going to try that. That's how much, because in the Cleveland area, they moved, all, there's no White Castles around here. The closest White Castle to us is just north of Columbus. So I don't get to have them very often. You know, luckily my two daughters go to college in Columbus and play so lacrosse. Every so I'm down there for games. Every once in a while you get that treat. <laughs> every once in a while. Um, but then my other fast food restaurant uh, is I love Skyline Chili. That's another uh, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Extremely unhealthy. Don't eat it very often. But boy, man, I just love the Skyline Chili. Yeah. When you get into that chili craving, nothing nothing can beat that. Uh 
very satisfying food. That's for sure. Yeah, and um, I mean, and how could how could food be bad with literally a, a eight inch pile of cheese on top? I right. Mean. Yeah. Exactly. Put cheese on anything <laughs> makes it taste good. That's, that's sure. right. Uh, mine's probably more boring. I, I think I would just go with um, well, it'd be a tie between Bojangles chicken, which mm-hmm. I maybe have once a year, um, but it is so good. Um, so I would say Bojangles is up there, and then I would say second place or maybe tied for it would be Burger King, and only because they have one burger that I really like, and that's the bake the Bacon King. Uh, they put they have this little sauce they put on there with the big strips of bacon, and it's a double you know double uh, double burger. Oh, it's so good! Uh, so that would be those would be my two like fast food guilty pleasures. I would say. Yeah, I never really got into the Burger King thing very much. Yeah, I don't really like any. I, I don't get anything else that they have, but I do think they have the. I like their fries better than anybody else's fries. Mm. Nice and thick, but still like got a crunch or crisp to them. Right, but I know I'm in the minority there. I know a lot of people don't really like their fries. Yeah, it's hard to beat McDonald's fries. See, I don't get that. I don't think McDonald's fries are good at all. They're so small and irregular and so salted. You might as well just be pouring a salt shaker down your throat. Yeah, well, you know, and they're, sometimes they're a little inconsistent with the salt too. So you get a salty one and a non-salty, and, uh, and you always get the you, overcooked ones. Yep, the yep, brown right. ones, and you're like, oh, what is this? I tell you, the best fries though are Five Guys. Oh, Five uh, Guys does have good fries. Yeah, yeah that 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 and that, good, and, and the burgers are are definitely very good. Burgers are really good. As a matter of fact, my daughter likes the hot dogs there, and they they kind of they split them open and fry them on the griddle, and then they actually they cut the bun so it's actually a hamburger bun that's two pieces, and they put it together kind of like a sandwich. So when I get my griddle, I'm gonna. Make my daughter a hot dog like that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I definitely choose burgers over dogs, but sometimes you can't beat a good dog. Every once in a while, that definitely hits the spot. So. Yep. Uh, I've never had a Five Guys hot dog. Might have to try that sometime. Yeah, it's, it's, they are good. It sounds like Five Guys may come in as a nice third place fast food option for us. Yeah, I do like Five Guys. Yeah, it's a good spot. All right, well, now that we are sufficiently hungry, let's... Uh, <laughs> Move on to answering one of our listener questions. Karen's got a good one for us today. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, let's see what Karen is asking about on the mailbag today. You can submit questions by going to skyboxfinancialgroup.com, by the way. Karen says, what's your opinion of all the robo-advisor stuff I've been hearing about the past few years? Is it something worth looking into? Well, you know, that that's a good question, Karen. And certainly the robo-advisor's been all over the place. And uh, I've never been a fan of the robo-advisor idea because I think more there's you know, the more personalized investment advice will serve you much better over the long term. With that said, though, robo-advisors, you know, if you're in the accumulation phase of your life and you're starting to save and you're trying to accumulate money, a robo-advisor is a good second place to at least get you saving and investing and getting on the right track. When you get to retirement, though, robo-advisors can be a disaster because there's so much more complications, taxes, you know, sequence of returns. What kind of accounts do we take money with? So once you're in retirement, a robo-advisor is definitely uh, something to steer away from. 
But if you're in that accumulation phase where you're just saving money for retirement, it's not as good as working with an advisor, but at least it's something to get you started in investing. It's a really good question. Thank you, Karen, for sending that one in to us. Yeah, maybe great for somebody just getting started out, but everybody's comp- uh, situation gets more and more complicated when they get older, Scott, and, and the robo-advisors uh, aren't, aren't quite well enough at seeing those differences yet, are they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Again, if you want to get in touch, uh, Karen, and maybe set up time for a free consultation, or if anybody else has questions about their financial plan and you want to get that true custom advice, maybe not the cookie-cutter stuff that you could get with uh, you know, that robo-advisor method, uh, reach out to Scott. You can do that by going to talktoscott.com and set up a one-on-one conversation that way. Talktoscott.com, and we'll put the link in the description of today's show so you can find that easily as well. That'll wrap things up for this edition of the Retirement Toolbox. Scott, thank you for the help, and uh, go get some fast food. Treat yourself today, all right? Absolutely. I probably won't, but... How how could you not after all that talk, though? Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy I'm trying to eat healthy, though. (laughs) I'll I'll have a turkey sandwich and a salad. That's nowhere nowhere near as fun, but probably better for us. So we'll see. We'll see if willpower wins out today. Uh, Thank you, sir, and uh, thank you for listening to today's show. We'll talk to you again next time right back here on the Retirement Toolbox. Go try. Investment advisory services provided by Skybox Asset Management, LLC.